What's up, everybody? Welcome to another exciting episode of the Dr. Joey Kramer podcast. My name is Dr. Joey Kramer, and I am your host. And this is a podcast about health, health being a complete state of wholeness as a person. I'm going to get a couple of things out of the way right when we get started here. This is our housekeeping section of the podcast. And if you guys have been a subscriber or a listener over the start of this year, you've learned that we do not run any ads on the show. In fact, we grow this solely organically through you and through learning the lessons that we have shared on here and sharing them with your friends. So I have an ask for you. If you find some type of value with this, leave us a review. Let us know what you liked about the show and maybe share it with a friend. You know, sometimes these stories will resonate with some people that come to mind when we share them and they may be something that someone needs to hear. So all I ask for you is to help us help more people. And the way that we do that is very simple. You just click the share link, you put it on Facebook, you send it to a friend in a private message, you just click the review button. And we really thank you because without you, our listeners, we would not be where we are today. This is a segment that I've decided to rename. This segment is called A Hero's Journey. I used to refer to it as story time with Dr. Kramer, and I think that's a little weak. I don't actually think that's kind of just ridiculous, to be honest with you. Sounds like I'm talking to a bunch of three-year-olds. So I have decided to rename it. I was driving today, and I was thinking about my own life. And one of the things that I have loved my entire life is reading fantasy novels. Um, this comes from my mother who instilled in me this, this desire to read books at an early age. It started with Redwall. Um, some of you guys are very familiar with that. And as I've grown older, I have two series of heroes that I love to follow. And my two stories are The Wheel of Time and Harry Potter. And I love this idea of navigating a journey of a hero, especially in the context of Harry Potter and also in the context of Randall Thor, who is the main protagonist in Wheel of Time. In these stories, it's not really black and white. You know, at the very beginning, we like to think that we have it all figured out, that we have, you know, you know bad guy, good guy, going to solve the problem, etc. When in fact, they end up having a whole lot of gray area in their life. They have a lot of challenges, a lot of choices. They have a lot of decisions they have to make, not knowing what the impact is going to be from that choice. Oftentimes, they look to a guide to help them along the way. And sometimes these guides come in the form of friends, they come in the form of teachers, you know, Gandalf, not Gandalf, <laughs> we're talking about Lord of the Rings there. We could be talking about, um, man, uh, Dumbledore, or we could be going through, you know, Hermione Granger, right? They could have different advisors that help them along the way. Um, and each one of them has an arrival point they hit that will present them with a new challenge, a new lesson, a new opportunity to grow. And so I've decided to rededicate this side of the podcast to the hero's journey because our patients at Hope Chiropractic Center are their own hero. And I am nothing but a guide to help them along their journey. Today's episode is about patient number 186. And I think this one is so fitting for today's media 
crap-filled environment that all of us are trying to navigate right now with this extremely polarizing narrative that the big businesses are running against us, dividing us in our own opinions, showing us that we're, you know, having to choose friends because, you know, we're going to wear a mask. We're not going to wear a mask. We're going to go out in public. We're not going to go out in public. You're insensitive because people died, but your business is going to die. So ha ha, you know, I don't know where to go with this, but I'm just going to start with the path of patient number 186. You see, she came to us in a roundabout way. I have a, a, a very, very good friend of mine, Michael Young, who uh, is part of a church group. And he was talking about Hope Chiropractic Center and the benefits that his own son, Mikey, saw with everything that we've done for him. And in that conversation, patient number 186 had a daughter who was a lot like, who had suffered from some of the stuff that Mikey was trying to navigate. As a result, they called the practice and they wanted some help with their daughter. And I was like, man, I would love to help you guys out. You heard some great things about the practice. Of course, we can take care of you. And as we went through the process of taking care of their daughter, the mom had a lot of questions about her own health. And she struggled with what most of us are navigating right now, which is anxiety. And anxiety is really a unique circumstance because... It comes on rapidly, typically as a result of something you cannot control, or or the perception is that it's something you cannot control. I think that's really a good way to put it because I can I can explain my own and you know my own throes with anxiety um, a little later on in this episode. But uh, you know, given the the cost and the budgeting of their financial situation, the the mom decided to wait until her daughter finished care to start up her own. And I said, that's totally fine. We'll be you know, more than willing to take care of you when, this, when the time comes. So patient number 186 starts care. She comes in and she explains to me that throughout the majority of her adult life, she has been trying to navigate an ungodly fear of the IRS. And she, is, she pays her taxes. She is privileged to pay her taxes. I should say that because that's a super important thing in America here. It is a a God-given right to pay your taxes. You know, pay to Caesar what's due to Caesar. Pay to God what's due to God. And But for some reason, she has this ungodly fear that they are going to come. They're going to seize all of her assets and that it's going to be the end of the world for her. And I was just like, wow, where did this come from? Now, some some deep-rooted fears of control. And so one thing that we typically see with people who navigate anxiety um, is that it's a result of an autonomic imbalance, right? A lot of these brain conditions that we try to talk about, you know, traumatic brain injuries that don't lead to like a a actual structural damage of the brain tissue, um, you know, where we lead to symptoms, which would be anxiety, depression, brain fog, headaches, um, sleep deprivation, you know, you guys go through the litany of things that uh, is typical of what we think of when we think of our brain, is not really a manifestation of a brain deficit, right? Brene Brown, you know, a famous psychologist loves to say, if it cannot be measured, it doesn't exist. So the, the levels of serotonin in your brain cannot be measured. So therefore, a deficiency of serotonin doesn't exist. Much like the anti-anxiety drugs, you can't measure anxiety, right? You can measure it with like some test of like, you know, how you feel, written word, Um, but there's no chemical measurement that we can do right now. However, there is an autonomic system that you can evaluate. And typically when we're in a state of sympathetic overdrive, it leads you down a path of being more anxious. 
a little more on edge, if you will. Like all of you have probably been experiencing these last six weeks. You know, it's the feeling of not being able to control the situations of what's being presented in your life. In her unique case, patient 186, her ungodly fear was of the IRS, like I said before. What's really fascinating about that and navigating her fear of the IRS is as we went through care, she started to see a change in her sleep patterns. She started to see a change in her overall inflammation of her body. Her energy got better. She saw a reduction in her anxiety to the point to where when she filed taxes this year, she had no fear of the IRS. In fact, she sent a text to me in the middle of this freaking pandemic in which she said that, Dr. Kramer, I cannot thank you enough for helping me navigate my anxiety through the chiropractic, through the upper cervical specific chiropractic adjustment. Without your care, I would be a hot mess in the middle of this pandemic. Which led me to start thinking about a lot of the people in our own community who are, quote unquote, a hot mess. You see, I can talk to you about my own experience with anxiety, and you're going to laugh at me because it's one that's really irrational, and it's one that I've come to surrender and laugh about on my own self. 2011, the Texas Rangers go to the World Series, Game 6. We come in, we go 12 innings deep against the St. Louis Cardinals, and we lose the game to go into Game 7 in which we lose the World Series. I had two weeks of anxiety attacks. I didn't sleep. I had heart racing, heart palpitations. I had crazy fear. All because what? The Rangers lost? What could I have done to change that? I couldn't have done a damn thing, right? That's, that's like sports, right? We have this, this huge anxiety attack over our big teams, right? We already know the Cowboys let us down on an annual basis. So when they do come in and they do win, we're actually kind of excited around here. Right. But what we start to see is that, you know, we have these fans who live and die by Sunday. And when Sunday is over uh, and Monday comes around, they're a bear to be around because their team lost. But there's nothing you could have done in your circumstances to make a change to that. You couldn't have done anything. And so what we start to navigate here with anxiety and the story of a hero is that the first thing you have to do is like the step one of AA. You surrender. Right. God grant me the serenity to control the things I can and to surrender the things that I cannot. Something along those lines, right? The serenity prayer. And so what you start to learn is that there are many things that are definitely in your control. When it comes to anxiety in the, in the face of a pandemic, you can choose to surrender social media. You can choose to surrender Fox News, CNN, CNBC, ABC. You can choose to turn all of it off. I want you to think about that for a second. Because for the last 11 years, we've done nothing but be tuned in to social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Do we swipe left? Do we swipe right? Do we thumbs up? Do we thumbs down? Where's the frowny face? Right? We have reduced human connection and human communication to a button, to a GIF, to a way you can click the paragraph, not even respond and send a check mark. Right? It makes no sense. So you have this anxiety that starts to subtly creep in because you are a sheep surrendered to the shepherd of the corrupt agencies throughout the world. Right? Anxiety. That's what it is. So what do we do? How do we fix it? 
Well, I'm glad to talk about it because with patient 186, what we did was we applied a specific chiropractic adjustment to restore autonomic neurological integrity that over time allowed her to, to have a system that was resilient to the external stresses and the external fears and the internal doubts and the internal concerns that life threw at her, that allowed her to navigate this storm of her life. How does this apply to you in your life? Well, many of us have our own storms. We try to navigate it, right? I'm a business owner. I'm a dad. I'm a husband, right? Those, those three hats have a lot of freaking storms, man. They come and they come and they come. But what you do is you don't change your navigational chart. You have an idea of the direction you are going and you control the factors that you can control and the rest of it you surrender, right? So if you're somebody that's dealing with anxiety, what can you do? Well, number one, we know that drugs don't work because you have to keep on taking them, right? If it was a realistic solution, that means that you would get to a point to where you wouldn't have to rely upon them. You would get to a point to where you would actually get better, right? Instead, we surrender our mental health to somebody else to help us along the way to guide us down this path. But they do it with drugs. What if I told you that if you improved your autonomic system function with specific chiropractic care, and then you started to implement some things that bring you joy into your life, that you would start to realize that over the seasons of life, your anxiety would gradually begin to dissipate. Right? I had to navigate this really, really early on as a business owner because I almost went bankrupt. I lost my ass. I was in a very, very tight pickle, and man, I wanted to jump off that cliff every day. But guess what? I never surrendered. I never gave up my upper cervical specific adjustment, and I continued down the path of mentally callousing myself to ensure that I could resist the storm of temptation that comes at us. Every hero has a journey. Every hero has a story. Some heroes die at the end of their story. Some heroes live at the end of their story. Every hero has a guide. Every hero has a challenge. Every hero arrives at a point to where they think they have made it, just to be faced with another set of challenges. And every hero has a lesson that they can share with you. My lesson for you today is that if you are trying to navigate the storm of anxiety right now in the face of this pandemic, start by controlling what you can control. Turn off social media. Tune in to people. Turn off the text. Turn on the phone call. Turn off the drugs. Tune in to your body. Spend time outside. Spend time pursuing the things that you are trying to pursue like there wasn't a pandemic around. Because we all know the habits you create on a day-to-day basis help you form the person you will become in the next three to five years. There are a vast majority of you that five years from now are going to blame the coronavirus for your situation in life. And there's another handful of you that are going to thank the coronavirus Because you have taken control of your life, you have led yourself down the hero's journey, and you have arrived at a point that you knew you were targeting. And you're going to say, screw Corona. 
And you're going to say, I'm thankful that I was disciplined enough to navigate the chart that was given in front of me to allow me to become the best version of myself and to maintain hope regardless of the external circumstances that I cannot control. Patient 186 did exactly that. She controlled what she could control. She picked up her shield and her sword, wiped the dust off from her knees, and went back into battle, becoming the hero of her own story. What, is your, what does your journey look like? Will you succumb to the anxiety? Or will you battle through giving yourself control of your own life?